y'all. We're back. I'm Abby. I'm the host for the Tripping on Bricks podcast, and this is our first podcast back for the quarter, which is super exciting. And today I'm joined with two very special guests, some board members from the BSU. Uh, if y'all want to introduce yourself, that'd be great and kind of what you do with the BSU, starting off. Yeah. Uh, my name is Yoni Zerfu, uh, fourth year uh, poli-sci major, and I'm the vice president for the Black Student Union. Sweet. Uh, my name is Kia Jones. I'm a third year communication studies major and I'm the public relations officer for BSU. Oh, awesome. And I guess my first question is like, what got you into like your position at the BSU? So uh, for me last year, I was a part of the BSU board. I was the outreach and retention officer. And so, you know, I realized I really like doing what I do in BSU, but I wanted, you know, to you know extend that. So I thought the natural step was to, you know, move up on upon the board. So that's why I became VP. Okay. Um, for me, I think my journey to BSU was, like, kind of crazy. So, like, this time last year, I just moved on campus, and, like, I didn't have, like, any friends. I didn't really know anybody. And so, um, but my aunt actually knew people that had came to the school and had been part of the ESC and part of BSU and stuff like that. And she was like, as soon as you get to campus, go to the ESC and find BSU and join it. And I was like, okay. And so, like, I think my first meeting was, like, the, this actually this week probably, like, the week of, or no, sorry, next week. It was, like, Valentine's Day. And um, it was, like, a Valentine's Day meeting. And then at the end of the meeting, they're like, oh, by the way, we're looking for, like, a public relations officer. And that was, like, something I was interested in when I was kind of, like, researching what to do with my major after. And so I was like, ooh, this is so alive. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing the vision. And so, like, I talked to them after the fact. And I was like, hey, <laughs> so this position, <laughs> what's it looking like? And so, yeah, I've been part of BSU since then. That's awesome. And, I, yeah, that literally works so well with your major and like, what you're planning on it's doing. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like y'all already kind of answered this, but, like, why do you do what you do? Well, I mean, we kind of – I came at least uh, my freshman year and especially last year when we came back to school, um, I realized there's not a lot of black students on campus. <laughs> so – uh, I decided that I think the best thing to do would be able to foster a community on this campus, you know, for the students that who are here. So I think that's something that uh, we really value, and that's why, for me, that's why I joined BSU, mm-hmm. and that's still why, you know, despite all the ups and downs with it, I still join or yes. still do BSU. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like when I came to campus, I was, like, looking for a community. So then when I, like, got an opportunity to be part of the board, I was like, oh, there's probably a ton of people like me that, like, are just looking for community and looking for, like, a space to, like, be themselves around people that look like them and are like them. And so I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is where I'm meant to be, I feel like. <laughs> like yeah, no, I feel like that's a good segue into kind of, like, what we were talking about, like, especially with this year's theme for Black History Month, which is, like, being unapologetically black. And we had talked about this a little bit beforehand, like, discussing what we were going to talk about for this podcast and how this theme is a little bit different than themes in the past. And so for you specifically, like, what makes you, like, unapologetically black? Yeah, so for the unapologetically black theme, for me at least, like, when I mentioned my freshman year, I really didn't... I was still kind of finding myself. I was, you know, I'm moving to a place I've never been to. I'm from Seattle, and so I'm really mm-hmm. used to being around, you know, different people of different groups. So coming here and then walking into my first day is kind of like, whoa, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think with this theme this year, I think it reminds myself and people like, hey, it's cool that, you know, you are the only person that walks in the room that looks like that. As long as you are you, I mean, it doesn't really matter what everybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I definitely have to agree with that. I feel like it's just like, being and like being okay with being whoever whatever wherever and like yeah especially being at a PWI I feel like there's a lot of pressure to like kind of conform a little bit and I feel like you have to kind of just stick with who you are and what you know 
and like obviously be open to like growing and stuff but um yeah just being comfortable in your own skin I feel like that's very important Mm -hmm. yeah and I know we'll talk about this a little bit later but are there any specific events relating to this theme that is going to be going on like the next couple weeks or like something that you're doing personally to kind of celebrate like this theme of being unapologetically black I think with every black history month I feel like it it allows me to take more time for self-reflection like more time to think about myself where I'm at in my life you know it means once once a year type of thing so so much can go on in a year so for me I always want to reflect look back look forward see what you know what can be next for me in order to be you know more comfortable with myself more comfortable with the people around me and be more comfortable within the context of being at western mm-hmm. yeah yeah I feel like black history month for me is like not to say I don't appreciate like black culture like all year round but I feel like it's definitely a time of like reflecting on like all the steps it took to get here I feel like to get to like where we are today not to say that there's still not a bunch of steps that need to be Mm -hmm. taken um because clearly there's a lot (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah it's just a time to like learn and grow as an individual for me and also just like learn and grow as part of community um especially like just being around my friends like during black history month it's like we're here, <laughs> like, because like, we're here, we made it, like, especially on this campus, I feel like Black History Month is always, like, pretty fun, like, this is only my second one, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like it's always just, like, feels so much more, like, communal, like, just especially seeing people, like, other Black people on campus, it's just like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember I wrote an article, like, last year, and I was looking up the statistics of, like, the minorities at Western, and I think... 2021 it was like the highest westerns like diversity level was at and it was still mm. at like 30 percent which yeah. in the grand scheme of things even i was kind of surprised that that was actually as high as it was because i thought it was like 20 or 15 mm-hmm. and so like being kind of maybe walking into a classroom like seeing just like you are the only person that looks like you like how does that affect your experiences or just even being in a community at the bsu like how is it being at a pwi affect your experiences here at western especially because like you are such a big part of a small community you know like how does that affect i think i remember i was scared yeah (laughs) when i first showed up to this campus I, i i remember like one of the reasons i came to western was uh Freddie Collins, the admissions, uh, I think director, I believe. Yeah. But yeah, so he he convinced me that hey, you know, you might oh, wow. be the only person that looks like you, but you belong here. If you feel like you belong here, you should should be belong here. So that's a big thing for me. Um, I think it's just honestly, I got used to it. Uh, you kind of like you kind of have to accept it at a certain point, which you know kind of sucks, but you know it is what it is. <laughs> so. Um. It's kind of like I always kind of laugh like thinking about my journey to Western because Western was never my first choice. <laughs> like I had so many the schools. Bottom. <laughs> I, was, I was like, this is my last option. Like yeah. even applying because Freddie Collins actually came to my school wow. as well. And I was like, damn, this dude's so dope. I was, <laughs> like, yeah, right? I was like, damn, maybe I will apply. Yeah. Like just like because he's like, you know what? Like just apply like mm-hmm. just in case like you never know where life will take you and yada, yada, yada. And I was like. I guess. And so I, I did it and I applied and I got in and I was just like, okay. Cause again, it still wasn't even like, this was not even like in my top three uh-huh. yeah. and then like life happened and all of that. And I was like, okay, it's looking like Western is definitely going to be my option. And then, um, cause I graduated during like when everything shut down oh, for COVID. Yeah. Yeah, so like, yes, yeah, yeah. but, um, so like I graduated that year and then freshman year online and then fall quarter of, my sophomore year, I didn't come up. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like me coming onto campus, like coming onto campus already after COVID and just as like your right. first year on campus is like so jarring already. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, especially me coming in in winter quarter after everything has kind of like already been established for people that did come back on campus, it was definitely like, 
an odd experience. Like, because not only did I feel like out of place because it's like people like had already kind of gotten into their little friend groups and like stuff right. like that, mm-hmm. but it's like also again I'm a black student at a PWI, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah, it was like really really hard to find community, and it's like I was like really pushing for it <laughs> like really yeah. hard, yeah. and like I went through like different friends and stuff, but like we just something we weren't vibing. I do appreciate them and all that our friendship was, <laughs> but like I mean. My friend here, Yoni, and then oh. our other friends. Like, it's just, like, these are my people. I'm, like, yeah. I f- it feels like, like, family as opposed to just, like, friends. Yeah. I, I just wanted to add, I remember I remember our first conversation. <laughs> oh, no. It, it was at the, uh, her, your first event, yeah. right? Yeah. And she, she was terrified. <laughs> no, I was scared. I was shaking in my boots. I was yeah, like, I, no, I was, like, and then we, find, we found out we had some mutuals between us. Yeah. Like, we have, um. Uh, I don't want to get into it, but, <laughs> but we have some mutuals between us, so that kind of like made us closer too. Yeah. I think. So yeah, no, I mean I've known Zakia since she came on the campus basically, and to see her grow is crazy. Yeah, really. that's what made me cry. No, I was gonna say I'm like I can already see like y'all's friendship, just like the way like talking before this, and it's yeah. very like already tight knit. And I think that's so cool too. I didn't know that Freddie Collins. Did you say he's like the admissions director I or? I know. I don't know if it's direct. I know he works with. He has a prominent position with okay. admissions. And so my experience with him was coming up uh, during my sophomore year, mm-hmm. and you know him talking to the, cl- the, the the students I was with, and it made me realize, hey, this guy's dope. I want to, you know, I could see myself being here if he's here. Wow, no, that's that's really. No, cool. he he did a lot for me to think about even coming because my original plan was, you know, go to UW, mm. like you know, like most students would, but <laughs> not Western, <laughs> not Western, yeah, <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, he just he convinced me in a way to like you know step outside my boundaries really because you know i've never been to bellingham before i came to because i'm from seattle like i said so i've never been here before i've been to a place like this before so Mm -hmm. and then you said that so did you go to western like online technically when it was like weird and then you came up here after that and then you kind of found your community through there Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool it's funny i literally chose a school i never came on campus (laughs) before i chose it it was very bold choice yeah i was (laughs) exact same and now i'm coming down here i'm like okay i know like once you get here Actually, getting here in the winter, I was like, damn, this is, this is, this is what it is. I don't know if I could do this for yeah. the rest of my time. But, like, the spring and summer, I'm like, yes. It's Love beautiful. it here. Yeah. yeah, Right? I know. I feel like it's right now in the time where it's starting to get a little bit I know. Bit it's like that incline. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, like, just talking about, too, like, the idea of being a PWI, it's like, we're always surrounded by white people. And I, I feel like I've come across people too where it's like they are activists. And I use air quotes because they're activists, you know? And it's like, <laughs> f- for your own, like, from your own opinion, what do you think, how can like white people or just people that want to be allies of like POC and black communities, how do you think that they should, like, sorry, I completely rephrased that so weird. Um, so when thinking about how Western is a very like predominantly white institution it's like i've met my fair share of like white activists where all they do is like share an infographic or they say these things but then they don't actually put their activism into practice and so how would you say at like an individual level that people can be actually allies to people in the black community or in the poc community because i think it's so essential being here on western because again we are also on indigenous lands as well Mm -hmm. so it affects like people around us even if they don't think that as well I think the best way you can do it is I I don't mind the whole performative thing. I mean, it's not in the case of you just, you know, you share a tweet, you, you know, post something on Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you're able to take that and apply it, if you're able to take that and go out and, you know, make a change, that's that's dope. I think that's really cool. I just think the issue is, you know, like you mentioned, if you just do that and then don't apply it right. or you don't basically just learn how to be supportive within your own means. We're not, I mean, I don't, I'm not expecting somebody to, you know, go out and, like, riot and fight for people like that. But, like, if you want to, you can. Just learn 
the boundaries of something mm-hmm. like that. I think the bound- boundaries are so important. And I feel like people don't understand that. That's, that's for me at least. And too, I feel like there's like a difference between being supportive and then trying to like take the cause and like run with it yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes like a lot of white people can just like overshadow black voices. Like we always say uplift black voices, but like don't speak for us. Because like at the end of the day, like you may think you understand our struggle and stuff like that, but it's like, you don't truly understand what we're going through. You can't necessarily speak on it in the way that you think that you can. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, doesn't make sense to, like, for example, like on TikTok and stuff, you'll see, like, especially during, like, the time that the George Floyd stuff was happening, like, there would be so many TikToks of, like, white people just reiterating the same things that black people would be saying. And they would just get so much, like, boosted, like, views and everything. Whereas, like, black creators would be, like, their TikToks would be, like, blocked or their, like, videos would be, like, shadow banned. And I think to me, like being an ally, like especially in this day and age, I feel like a lot of people take allyship as like posting an infographic or like, oh, repost this. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's my activism for today. But I don't think like unless like he was saying, like you actually take it and you learn something from it and you like like keep that information with you. um, I think that's different than just like reposting something. But um, yeah, I feel like to be an ally is to just. Not necessarily, like, you don't have to, like, fight. I don't know how to word this. Like, not, like, I was trying to word it, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, like, just uplifting, I feel like, is the most important part in just, like, being there and being present and being, like, I stand with you as opposed to, like, trying to, like, be the front runners of our, like, fight for equality and our fight against discrimination and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so... Going off of that, for those that maybe don't have a community here at Western for that, like, how would people maybe get involved with BSU? Or maybe, I know that there's probably a couple other organizations, right? Like, there's a Black Student Coalition. I didn't know if that was yeah. the same thing or a different thing, but how do people get so involved? So, the, I, mean, I, I could clarify. I could, okay. I can't do both. Yeah. So, the Black Student Coalition is the umbrella that the BSU and other clubs oh, okay. are under in. So, there's the BSU, there's ACC, African Caribbean Club. Nesby was the National Society of Black Engineers, and there's a Black Women's Revolution and LGBTQ. Uh, uh, I don't think they're under the BSC, but they are. They're it's Black. Um, was it Black? Is it Black or, LGBTQ? Yeah, writing, I think I so. Yeah, yeah, Black LGBTQ. So writing. they're not. Yeah, so I guess they're not under the BSC, but they fall like you know adjacent more more okay, so. Okay. Yeah. And so we have those clubs under the BSC, and the BSC is under the ESC, and the ESC has a lot of you right. know, clubs as well mm-hmm. that you know people don't. I feel like people don't know about. And if people who are, you know, wanting that community, you know, want to see people that look like them, the ESC probably has a club for you. You just, you know, literally you can just find out when they meet, show up, and then they'll they'll take you in. Like a lot of the, because I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, working in the ESC, I've, I know mm-hmm. a lot of the club leaders, you know, a lot of the club leaders, and they're very friendly people, and they're willing to like, you know, they see you, they'll say what's up, they'll ask you to come to meetings, yada, yada, and they'll, they'll want you to get involved in the community. And I think all you have to do is really just show up and just, find out and a lot of them have instagram pages and yeah. everybody has instagram nowadays so <laughs> so, true. so you if you just you know find a club that you're interested in and it's right there yeah or even like um the you can go on to the win uh website oh, yeah. and yeah. that lists like all the esc clubs on there um social media where like a lot of our clubs are very active on that like esc and non esc clubs are like pretty active on social media um but yeah <laughs> i feel like i feel like a lot of people actually don't know about the esc like before I came on campus, I did not know anything about the mm-hmm. ESC. Same. Or, like, yeah. I didn't even know that was a place. I didn't even know, like, BSU was... Like, I, I, there's so many yeah. things that you kind of just, like, have to learn as you go, and I feel like it shouldn't be that way, but, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it is. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. 
I think it's important that like and it's a great way to find um community via like clubs because it's like specific things that you are right, like yeah. mm-hmm. like Black Student Union. I'm like I'm gonna go to Black Student <laughs> 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 or like um like we have like fencing club you want to fence yeah. you like fencing, you like fencing? go to fencing club yeah. like yeah. bachata no literally there's so uh, many wow. like different like there's like a wide range a wide a wide range of there things you that you can like go to like for your different interests identity like how you identify all of those different things yeah and like if you don't have if they don't have that create it like mm-hmm. there's a lot of clubs that you can just create and you know that they'll say hey just find a faculty to be your uh advisor and then you're pretty much set that's really cool yeah so like it's yeah if i think community community building is important here and i think you know if people can want to find the community they'll find it Mm -hmm. i just think you know it's a matter of time for them yeah and y'all meet at 7 p.m right like every thursday uh every thursday at 6 p.m in the um main lobby of the esc which is the very top floor of the viking union and how many people do y'all usually because i know you have nine board members correct Correct, and then it's basically anyone else who just kind of wants to show up at the Mm -hmm. meetings right and then y'all do different things so i'd say our numbers vary okay i would say like you know, winter quarter is a lot pretty yeah. tough for winter quarter. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So winter quarter, we probably average around 25, 30 people, I'd say. That's a good amount. Yeah, it's a good amount. Uh, last quarter, we averaged around 45, 50, mm-hmm. I'd say. So, yeah, we like we like people are – if you're one to put the effort for the community, the community will show up. Yeah. And, I I mean, I hope they know we appreciate them all mm. for showing up. Like, I don't know if they'll hear this or not, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we really do appreciate them, and, you know, we do this for them. And, mm-hmm. yeah. So what y'all do every week, is it different kind of workshops or different events, or is it kind of like a meeting first and then a fun thing, or? Um, it kind of varies by week and, like, kind of also, like, how we're feeling as well, because sometimes we're like, damn. <laughs> we don't really feel like ah, yeah. a whole like thing yeah. and so like yeah. we'll do some more like low-key type stuff but like also too because like at the end of the day we are students as well on this campus so I feel like it's like easy for us to tell like okay at this time in the quarter like everyone's kind of feeling burnout or this time of the quarter everyone has like a lot of energy to do stuff and like we kind of like base it and try to go on how we think people are feeling or mm-hmm. like fun events that we think people would like to see and also like last quarter um like the very top of the quarter um because this year, we're trying to focus more on obviously making it more, like, a lot more communal and putting the focus mm-hmm. on the people that come as opposed to, like, because, like, we're the board, but really our job is to kind of make sure, like, put these plans into action and make sure that people are coming to things that they want to come through, come to and seeing things that they want to see. Um, and so we got a whiteboard <laughs> at the top of the year. Big whiteboard. And we said, <laughs> what do you all want to see? And we just wrote everything down. Yeah. And uh, we actually, I think we did a good amount of it um, throughout we, the we quarter. Still have some stuff too. Yeah, and we still have stuff. Out, so. so, yeah, and like we're always like, I mean, like she, like Takiya said, we're, we're, if we want to do what they want to do, mm-hmm. like they are, like we, we're, at the end of the day, we're just bo- students, yeah. you know? So it's up to them that we, we, what they want to do and we just carry out for them yeah. and we just give them the opportunity to do what they want to do and make them want to come more and more so yeah yeah and uh do you all have any i know that there is going to be lots of different events that have happened or that have already happened mm-hmm. so what are some that you can highlight that will be happening for the rest of this month um off rip i don't really know like all of them because mm-hmm. there's like so many that we do mm-hmm. during black history month but um, for BSC, like for just Black History Month mm-hmm. events in general, um, you can go to like the BSC page on Instagram. They're pretty informative. Um, or you can just go to to the um, Black Student Coalition, which is, which is on the fifth floor of the VU. Yeah, it's, uh, and VU 504. Yeah, 504. I'm shocked I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked you did too because yeah. I, yeah. I don't remember that at all. I remember because I had the text you were there. Oh, yeah. Man, but... Um, yeah, or you can just go in there and you can talk to Nia. She's always super helpful. Uh, she's the develop 
Oh no, she's not the development director. Director. She's the director of the BSC. Oh, okay. But um, as yeah, so as far as like BSC events and just like overarching Black mm-hmm. History Month stuff, I feel like those would be like great options to on where to find those. Mm-hmm. But in terms of BSU, um, we have meetings every Thursday. Yeah. It kind yeah. of varies for this month. Um, but I think well, this Thursday we're actually doing a collab with uh ACC and Blue Group. Oh, okay. And we're talking about um, kind of what it means to be a black undocumented immigrant in the united states and just like how that has evolved over the years Mm -hmm. with immigration and all of that type of stuff yeah yeah and how do y'all like outside of black history month because obviously it's like black or Mm -hmm. i don't know how to word this but like black history it's not just like for february you know like it's year round so besides like having these meetings that you do have every thursday is there anything else that people can i guess like look forward to or that are yearly things or just anything else that the bsc just does in general like throughout the year uh we we usually like every probably every month at least there's usually an event a big event going on like even outside of black history month like I know, for example, last November we we uh, took how many students was that? Like a hundred some. Yeah, it was like a hundred. some students. We took them all to watch uh, the premiere of Black Panther too. Oh, okay. So like, Sweet. yeah. So we have events that are going on outside of the like we have something planned for a spring quarter. Like I don't think we can share that right now, but yes, yeah, yeah. we we're cooking up some <laughs> some things. <laughs> cooking up some, yeah, but yeah. So like we we have events that go on, and you know we're always like if people want to like you know, if people want to see these big events outside of the you know normal times we meet, then we're by all means we could do that. Yeah, and I feel like that's another thing too. Is like, we're for the people, <laughs> so yeah. it's like, like Probably. even yeah. like people will DM us sometimes and they'll be like, "Hey, did you hear about this?" Mm-hmm. Or like, "Hey, mm-hmm. like I think you should do this," and we welcome that, like, because it's awesome. like again, yeah. this is for for them. So yeah. it's like we want to be able to like put all of that stuff yeah. into 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 play, into yeah. action, yeah. into action. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great segue too, because where can people find you to do this or to follow you? Anything like that? Um, Instagram. Our Instagram is wwbsu. Um, and that's where we post, like, our weekly meetings, um, just, like, other exciting stuff. We also have, like, a link tree with all of our different resources. All and on Twitter. I'm, on yeah. the, I'm acting a fool on Twitter. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but we have Twitter like, as well. I'm just, like, a Nina Turner post. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, Yoni runs the Twitter. Unhinged <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. I run I the Instagram. I can't be that unhinged. It's a school account. Yeah. True. I feel like that's, like, the hard thing with that. I know. <laughs> that's why I was like, you can have that. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I I'm, 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 I'm figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> But also, like, yeah, in the BSC, um, we're always in there. Always. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's like, come talk to us. I don't know. Come yeah, hang out with w- us. Like, we don't bite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's very, very open. So, yeah, and it's BSUWW, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. And that's, is that on everything for yeah, social I mean, media? I could, I could check right now. Pull up the Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Twitter. I think the Twitter might be WWBSU. I, I don't know why I got switched like that. I don't know either. <laughs> when I first it's got WWBSU. Account, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So WWBS at WWBSUU for union. <laughs> so many U's and W's. Thanks for <laughs> yeah. You never know. Uh, sweet. Well, is there anything else specifically that you wanted to shout out or people that, you know, you just want to... Uh, uh, shout out mom. No, I'm playing. <laughs> shout out mom. Shout out mom. <laughs> um, but uh, so this Saturday, the la- or not this Saturday, my bad. So the last Saturday of Black History Month, we're going to have our Legacy Ball. And there's an RSVP for sweet. that that is out already. But it can also be found, um, it's not in there yet, but I'm going to put it in the link tree for uh, BSU as well. Yeah. And that's probably like our biggest, it's like our kind of last like hoorah. Okay. For, yes, the, um, big, the big event I favor. Yeah. Okay. Say. Um, yeah. I mean, we have, like I said, we have our meetings every Thursday at 6 p.m. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Follow us. Follow us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On Instagram. 
and Twitter. <laughs> Either or. Or both. both. Why not both? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the above. All yes. the above, yeah. And then is the Legacy Ball going to be in the VU? No. I'm it's at the Bellingham Ferry Terminal. Whoa. We're going okay, that's big. fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. Fancy things, <laughs> fancy cars. I'm pulling up an escalator. Fancy cars. <laughs> an escalator? Up a Maserati. Maserati. I'm going to get these boys. Dang. Y'all <laughs> red bottoms. Well, y'all better go so you can see that happen. Uh, I just snazzy. I'm gonna max out my credit card. I don't know about that. It's the event that y'all want to go to. Yeah, it is. All it's right. the event of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you want to see that, go check it out. We'll probably put some links, something, somewhere in the video here. Cool, cool. Uh, but yeah, make sure y'all follow BSU WW or WW BSU <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, my name's Abby, and I just want to say thank you uh, both of you for mm-hmm. being able to show up here, especially kind of late notice. I appreciate it <laughs> yeah, a lot. Cool. Um, but yeah, we'll come out with another podcast soon. This is Wavelength. My outros are always really bad, but we'll see you next time. Thank you. <laughs> Eat healthy. Eat healthy. Eat your greens. <laughs> not my, eat breakfast. Not, I don't eat breakfast. <laughs> you only wouldn't know about that. Nope. <laughs> Caffeine.